Hey, batter, batter. Are you ready to hit a home run with flavor? Step up to the plate and swing by Penn Station East Coast Subs, where every bite is a grand slam. Craving a classic Philly cheesesteak or maybe a savory chicken teriyaki? Or how about loading up on their delicious fresh-cut fries? Call it a triple play by ordering Penn Station's signature fresh-squeezed lemonade. When it comes to subs, Penn Station is the big league. Order online at penn-station.com or stop at a store near you. Penn Station East Coast Subs. Hi, villains. Welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast and to a weird entrance tune that wasn't exactly what I pressed, but the music anyway. doesn't matter. We won't uh, <laughs> won't hold it against whatever gremlin was in the system there. Um, Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Uh, FA Cup time. I love 8 o'clock games. I love Villa Park under lights, and I'm really looking forward to this game because it could be a, a rekindling of old acquaintances with Leeds in the next round. Well, it would be if we win, uh, considering Leeds beat Port... Uh, beat uh, Plymouth Argyle last night, Paddy, in a rain-soaked game. But we let them worry about their travails and we'll worry about ours tonight versus Chelsea. Yeah, no, nothing else to talk about, only tonight, really. If Obviously, if if it doesn't go our way tonight, we, we, uh, we've other things to concentrate on, but we obviously want to go and win everything possible. And uh, mm. let's start with... And, and you know what? It lays down a marker, despite how bad Chelsea seem to be performing. It's always good to uh, it's always good to put one over on the uh, greedy six and uh, yeah annoy, annoy annoy the journalists that uh, love to uh, name them in their um, their happiness and I just love the fact that they they put up the top of the table on on the weekend and only did places one two and three yeah oh bless how dare, how how would we even consider putting Aston Villa into the equation but anyway. There you go. Wednesday night it's under light. I'd love to be there. I'd love to be there tonight. Always the Paddy, best. You, you had a bit of Unai Emery uh, energy there because when I was asked in the press conference, you know, question about are you going to prioritize this or prioritize that, and and he didn't take too kindly to it. Like he's kind of like stop asking me the stupid question. Sorry, I won't say stupid questions. I don't know who asked it first of all. Number one, but it wasn't like that. It was like why would I prioritize anything? I've told you guys, it's league first. And it's trophy second, whatever trophy it is, I couldn't care less. Like, that's kind of what I got from it. But I liked how he got a small a bit snappy with them. Um, because, like, you know, it, yeah, it just goes to show that he is gunning for the league, but also wants to win a trophy. And he feels that even with the squad we have, we can perform on two or three different fronts as well. Might be naive on his behalf, but guys, he's he's been a cup specialist and he's finished high up in the league the leagues uh, that he's played in to get into cups previously. So I think the guy knows a small bit about about squad rotation and about yeah. uh, you know about man management from that point of view. Even though we are in swimming in a sea of injuries at the moment, and I think he knows that the people who they entrust to go and ask the questions ask bloody stupid questions every week week in week out not as stupid as the ones they used to ask Stephen Gerrard where they were more interested in talking about Liverpool than Aston Villa but 
similarly stupid questions. And yeah, well, look, I, I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was the silly question. I think it was actually a very valid question myself. But I like to see the passion from Unai Emery in there. And he was like, guys, why are we limiting ourselves here? You know, why are we limiting ourselves? And I think, I think that to me signifies a culture change. It signifies a culture change within within the team coming from this man himself. And he even wants to change the culture, even within the press room as well. You know, <laughs> let's sell ourselves short here about being asked. And look, we'll, we'll, we'll know the fruits of this, or we'll know who's been proved right or who's been proved wrong come the mid end of May. But for, for the time being, Una Emery is definitely gunning uh, for a trophy and for, for a good league finish. And, uh, you know, as the as as the great man before him once said, do you want to bet against us? You know, so let's see where that one goes. Yeah. And um, it starts tonight, I suppose, with with Chelsea. You have to get over Chelsea first. You have to get over a good Leeds team or in massively rich vein of form with some really really good players, and then it really opens up from there. So really really interesting, uh, interesting one um, from here on in the FA Cup. But I think the biggest talking point that everybody's been speaking about is Ezra Kanza looks like he's going to be out for three to four weeks potentially um, he did look in a bit of pain when he hit the post at the weekend uh, Una initially said he took him off uh, just because he, he wanted to take him off but looks like he sprained his knee never a nice word to hear I've, you've sprained your knee but if it is only three to four weeks I think we've gotten away with a massive one there Paddy if that is yeah, the case I think so too um, the key word in that I thought it was, was sprain so it didn't. There was no mention of uh, ligament damage or anything like that. So, um, fingers crossed. We'll see him back running in straight lines fairly quickly, and you can be rest assured he'd be on bikes and and uh, doing doing as many stretches as he possibly can. And that's exactly what will just be a case of keeping him up to speed now. Because look, I suppose realistically, it's in an area that. Villa must feel confident that somebody's coming back very, very soon. Well, I know Pau Torres is back, but they must feel confident that uh, that this is only a three to four week injury. And I know a lot of people start talking about, yeah, well, remember Jack Grealish and he's been called Biscuit Chins there for a while when he was supposed to be out for two weeks and then he was out forever. And same with Pau Torres. They must be really confident in this one, considering they didn't even name um, Callum Chambers in the European squad listings. Um, you know, to have that extra bear. Now, I know they can't because they have to name 2022 20, was the max that they could name. But, you know, they're not looking to supplement somebody in there and they're going to roll with the punches. And maybe it'll be a Finley Monroe on the bench in that competition or whatever the case is. But um, it looks like that they are uh, confident that it will be a three to four week uh, injury for Ezra Kanza all going well. Um, but Pau Torres is going to be back tonight. He'll probably be on the bench, Unai Emery said. Now, watch us see him start when the teams come out now and in, in a <laughs> but uh look yeah he's massive massive addition back into the squad i think yeah i don't i don't expect him to be to be rushed back either i i i, I expect to see um carlos and longley still play and if needs be he comes off the bench but if not needs be he doesn't come off the bench i think he'd be reluctant to rush him back after what happened the last time yeah i think so too and look Carlos and Longley are the two are the two farm horses at the moment with regards to that. They have a lot of the running done together. They have a good partnership together as well from the point of view of playing together in Europe. And somebody mentioned it there in the comments as well. That's going to pay dividends dividends tonight. I think the team will be announced any second now. Um, it's ticked over into 7 o'clock. So right. we're before, just waiting. Before, before the team is announced, just Luke asked the question there about the live pod in Birmingham. Bear with us. We've given you the date. We, we, uh, we need to 
get guests sorted and all the costs sorted out before we can sell tickets and tell you how much it is. But we will get there in, in the coming weeks. Absolutely. For sure, for sure, for sure. But really, really looking forward to it. And there's our starting 11 with Martinez and Goals, Cash, Diego Carlos, Longley and Moreno, Bailey, Kamara, Douglas, Luis, McGinn, Tielemans and Watkins. So realistically speaking, Kanza for um, Kanza and Cash, really the only two changes there as well. Uh, so yeah, he's gone for this one, Jar, as they say here. And uh, the substitutes are Olsen, Wright, Pau, Chambers, Diaby, Zaniolo, Ramsey, Eric Boonham, and Kellyman makes his way onto the bench as well. Nice, decent, fairly strong bench there too. Obviously, better safe than sorry. You know, to be sure, to be sure, as the Irish leprechaun said, uh, we're having two goalkeepers on the bench. But um, yeah, I can't really complain about that squad. That's our fa- that's our best first eleven currently. You know, of everyone who's Who's fit? Yeah, I agree. Um, absolutely agree. That's our that's our inform eleven of what's available. So there's no uh, there's no tantrum here tonight. Uh, plenty on the bench to mix it up a little bit. Um, plenty on the bench if we need cover as well. So look, it's absolutely fine with me. There's there's very little to say. He's gone with the team that's in form. That includes the the decision to play Bailey over Diaby, which I don't think anybody will argue with. Oh no, absolutely not! And like the form, the rich vein of form Bailey's in at the moment is just incredible, you know. And it's like we've often said this year, you know. There's been times here where we've wondered was Bailey ever going to get it together, uh, and that's being generous to what, the way we we spoke about, you know, uh, some of the times he, he lost the ball and stuff. He's just not doing that this year, and it's a joy to see. And he just literally, like at the weekend, he smiled from. I think he came off in like the 60th minute or something like that. He just smiled the whole way through. And when you're playing football like him, he comes, you know, comes from a culture that's very kind of celebratory and stuff like that. You know, everybody wants to feel good and it's a relaxed kind of situation. Um, he's he's relaxed at himself at the moment. He's pinging him in the top corner this year. And I wouldn't bet against him scoring, scoring a goal again tonight because uh, I think that uh, he's he's definitely going to be somebody that they're going to... Um, that they are going to going to want to marshal, I suppose, from the Chelsea side of things. And uh, obviously, Yuri Tielemans with that cracker of a goal at the weekend. Tielemans playing in that that number 10 spot as well. Looking forward to that. Probably the position that he's best suited to. Yeah. Um, and and at that, he, he had a, a poor performance the week, week before and then followed up with a good performance at the weekend. So, you, you, you know... People are entitled to that too, and people, you know, we've 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 uh, embraced the new Leon Daly as 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 you said. It's great to have him doing as well as he is, and uh, great to have him firing on all cylinders. And we were perfectly okay to to give out about it when he was the way he was. Yeah, and the Chelsea starting eleven is probably to be honest, which is not not too dissimilar to what I would have expected. Petrovic and goals, Gusto, Desassi, Bariashil. Um, Chilwell Gallagher comes in from the the last time that we played them. Casiedo and Enzo, uh, Madueke, uh, Jackson and Palmer up top. So no Sterling, uh, who was a big source of um of malcontent for Matty Cash. Uh, the last time we played them, um, Mudrick's in the bench. Thiago Silva isn't in there, but she comes in instead. And uh, yeah, apart from that, it's pretty much par for the course. But one of the names that is on the bench is uh, Christopher Nkuku, one of their big signings, 60-odd million. Um, one of their big signings, you talk about Chelsea, they're all bloody big signings because they've spent a billion <laughs> a billion pounds. Um, but uh, Christopher Nkuku is somebody that they're uh, 
they're they've been really interested in uh you know in getting him back on the field he's had no luck with injuries and uh he's somebody i think that um he's somebody that i I think that is going to come off the bench and we're going to need to marshal today for sure because he's a really really good player yeah strong team uh probably probably with the exception of of sterling and a fit in Kunku, whether whether he's fully fit or not is debatable, would be the, the only changes I'd make to what's there. Palmer's obviously doing very well. Jackson and Mudweki haven't really lit up the Premier League just yet. Um strong strong in midfield with Enzo, Saicedo and Gallagher. And where they can be got at really for is is an Ollie Watkins off off the shoulder of one of those centre halves. If we can split them the way we split Sheffield United. I think we'll have equally as much luck, albeit not scoring five, and I won't predict we score five tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to predict we're going to score five tonight for sure. Uh, but I will say one thing. I will say one thing though. I'm not. Like, he's not a bad goalkeeper at Chelsea. He's certainly not a bad goalkeeper. But positioning wise, and you know, early shots and stuff like that, and this guy can catch him. Um, you know, you see with Wolves weekend. You see the goal that. Um, the Morgan Rogers scored against him in the in the League Cup. Actually, that's oh, yeah, I was going to say that's somebody that isn't on the on the bench for Villa today. Of course, he can't because he's cup tied. Cup tied, yeah. Um, because he played against us. Uh, <laughs> but like you, you see, sometimes like he has, he's a he's a goalkeeper that has to get his feet set to be able to dive. Um, and that's just an interesting thing for me. Uh, pepper the place with shots. Maybe that's why Tielemans is up top as well. Uh, beside uh, beside Ali Watkins too. Like. This game is going to be won if our midfield, if our midfield three of McGinn, Douglas Luis, and Kamara can out battle Gallagher, Casado, and Enzo. We'll win this game. We will win. And we didn't do it the last time. They dragged the, Gallagher took us for a walk through the whole lot of the um through a whole lot of the first half. Took Douglas Luis for a walk in the in the the drawing game. So um yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here. We can't let that happen. We are at home, so I'd imagine that we're going to take the game to them a small bit more. But that that those six players are going to be the the most important six players in the field. Our three versus their three, and let's see who comes out on top. And I've I've no doubt that that we're going to give them a better game of it in that middle of that field than, than we gave them at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, very passive, especially in the first half. It's at Stamford Bridge. I'm expecting a more uh, a more uh, effervescent um, attack today. Um, I, I envisage that we we'll we'll go for it from the from the word go uh, as opposed to sitting back and letting letting us see what they have. Um, I'd much rather see us getting ahead and, and trying to protect the lead than than Nkunku and uh, and um, Sterling and Mudrick Sterling coming off the, off the bench. bench. Yeah, um, Dara makes a really good point there. They are eleven individuals and they've been they've been unable to. Uh, to, to, to get a team performance out of those 11 individuals and that's why they're sitting in the bottom half of the table currently. Yeah. So yeah, I'd imagine, obviously didn't look at the, the odds, but I'd imagine we're favourites to, to go and win this tonight. And uh, who, who am I to say that we won't? I, I, I definitely think we will. Um, I don't think it'll be a, a runaway victory by any means, but I'll go for a 2-1 win tonight. I'm going to go with a 2-1 win as well tonight. Yeah, I think 2-1 seems like a good scoreline. I think it seems like a fair scoreline as well. I think there will be goals. I think there'll be over two goals in this game, one way or another. Um, you know, it's, it's like we had there was contrasting results at the weekend. Like you couldn't get any better than our 5-0, really. Well, you could have 6-0, but, uh, you know, the game was wrapped up after 15 minutes, really, in um, at, at Bramall Lane. And then... Um, 
you know, Chelsea then having that having a really off day and a day where people were actually calling for players were actually calling for Pochettino's head. players' wives were calling for Pochettino's head, you know, after that game of four one at Wolves. And I must say, Gary O'Neill is doing a serious job there. I like never never disliked him as a manager anyway, that's for sure. He's you have to give him lots of credit for what he's doing. But it's it's going to be an interesting game, and I think there will be goals in this one. I think it's going to be less cagey than it was in the first in, in the in the first game, and and I think two one is a pretty, yeah, I think two one is a pretty um, pretty pretty good pretty good bet. I think for that one, if you are of that persuasion, um, Chelsea to win is just for anybody who's interested is uh, eleven to three, um, so that may would make us favourites. Yeah. Absolutely. That means anything, which it doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> talk to me, Paddy. So uh, there's a we popped something up there about Kanza being missing. Uh, I know we spoke about it there uh, previously about the injury bug, but huge loss. Like we we've been saying that he's just been the linchpin for Aston Villa. He's been that cornerstone for Villa all season, and and to underplay his loss would be a disservice to him. I think for sure. Well, look, he's one of the players of the season without a shadow of a doubt, and and there's many of them. But you know, I think I think defensively he's been our, our best centre half, especially without Pau Torres in the team. Um, it's probably unfortunate that he plays on the opposite side to Torres, and Torres is making his way back into it. Um, and it'll probably be Torres and and Carlos when when the team is is, is fully ready. But look, I I do truly believe that what we have in reserve is good enough for the first time in many, many years. And it's great to be in the position that we can rotate these players in and not be too overly concerned of uh of what and look, we've we've been picked apart with our best team out there. So we um it, it just depends what, what you come up with on the night. I'm not expecting anything majestic to come from Chelsea tonight. I could be completely wrong, but I'm not overly concerned that it's Carlos in there because he has proven that on his day he can be a brilliant footballer as well. So um, obviously not the level of Esri. I'd much prefer to have Esri in there playing every single game alongside Pau Torres. But unfortunately we can't do that. Injuries and, and lots and lots of games, you're, go, you're going to pick up injuries like that. And the most important thing is to manage these injuries well and get everybody back on the pitch in good shape. And uh, hopefully that is the case with Pau Torres about to come back in there because... Um, I'd love to see him against Manchester United at the weekend because I think he'd be important to us. But we have Diego Carlos there, thank God. We've Clement Longley there, thank God. And I can't, I can't be too downhearted um, if it's only a, tri- a two or three, four week break for for Esri Conza. So be it. And hopefully we're still in all competitions by the time he comes back. Yeah, and I think we could be. I think. Well, I, I, I'm get over tonight, and we will be. You know, all competitions by the time he comes back, because I don't think you'll be playing a Euro, uh, Euro, uh, European Conference League game between now and then anyway. So, uh, so yeah, get over tonight and, and we'll have all three bits of silverware to fight for. And I think it's, um, I think it's four weeks play. tomorrow, four weeks tomorrow for the next round, so for the Europa yeah. Conference League. So, and they said I mean, four weeks yesterday, Paddy. So, <laughs> yeah, we should be all right. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But uh, yeah, I definitely think, look, Marshall Gallagher was runs today and I think that that's going to be, uh, it's going to be key for us uh, as well. Um, somebody asked there, uh, did we record the McGrath 
they uh, did we record that last Saturday? Uh, yes is the answer, and we have gotten to go ahead to use the footage as well. So um, this Friday at 9, uh, 9 p.m., uh, Irish time, UK time, we will release the podcast of um, Paul McGrath, our podcast with Paul McGrath from the weekend. And the, I must say, the videographers have done a serious job on it, and I'm proud to bits. Except I wish that they could have airbrushed out the two or three bellies that I have, extra bellies that I have since uh, since Christmas. <laughs> Both of us so, have. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If only they could have used some Sarnia <coughs> filter there as well. That would be fine. Yeah. Because, like, it's not right. You add our two edges up there, and, you know, we're not, t- that, we're not that much older than, than Paul McGrath, and uh, he looks way fitter than the two of us up there, Paddy. And his legs have been knackered for years. So, uh, fair play to him, whatever he's doing he's keeping himself in rare shape anyway um but uh yes is the answer and that will be will be released on friday um on youtube so uh go there and find it as well and mike Prasnan was somebody who was at the was at the, the gig last saturday as well he said his voice has just barely come back i noticed that mike as we were going away you, bar- you i could barely make out what you were saying because your voice was so far <laughs> gone but it was great to meet you and i hope they're all uh hope they're all behaving themselves in dingle tonight um for sure or in where is it? Just outside Dingle. Um, that is. Uh, Paddy, you said 2-1. I said 2-1. But what do the rest of everybody else say here? Start putting your, your scores in the comments there and we will go down through the scores. And while we are doing that, I just want to give a mention out to um, to one of the guys on uh, Villa's bench today is young Tim Eric Boonham. I, uh, you know, getting minutes last week against, uh, or last weekend, should I say, against Sheffield United. Big for him. Uh been injured an awful lot, was really coveted by a lot of championship teams. They wanted him, they wanted him to come in, excuse me, they wanted him to come in and to, to offer a very viable option to what they have. No shortage of of uh, teams came in for him and he's uh, been kept on by the club and I think this this could be his break, you know, throughout the course of the rest of this year. It's going to be time for him. He's been added to the Europa League squad. It's going to be time for him to, to um you know, it's mature, hopefully. And it'll be interesting to see where Unai sees him. Does he see him in that more of a box-to-box midfielder? Does he see him in more of a of a Bubakar Kamara replacement? Um, you know, that's going to be very, very telling from here on out to see where he where he does play. And also Omari Kelly man as well, back from injury, someone that we may need to may need to turn to us um over the course of the next uh, the next the next few weeks or the next few months uh, during this run-in, and he's got all the potential in the world. And I wouldn't be surprised that if Villa did have some sort of a lead tonight if he wasn't brought on uh, in the dying members of this game to try and get him some um, some time against top class opposition here. So the youthfulness of this squad, the, youthful, the squad is getting younger. We've bought younger over the course of January. It's up to us now to keep the keep the standards and keep the levels that we've had up to now going. And uh, I don't bet against Duna Emery as we've said before. But uh, right, Jesus, we've got a load of um, we've got a load <laughs> of of uh, scores in here. So side's going for two one to Villa. Junior Bennett says three nil uh, to Villa. Jordan Levy two three one Villa. Dermot Byrne goes two nil. Dermot, I completely lost you on Saturday, and I barely got to say hello to you at all. Thank you so much. Um, Shane says two nil. Wellen Valley's going with one nil. Stuart Kempson is going for three one Villa. Anna's going for one one at full time. She's looking for a bit of Emmy magic in in with regards to the penalties. Yoggington is going with one one and then two two in extra time. And Martin and penalties as well. Adam Hewitt is going with 3-1. Villa, Mr. Sensible going for 2-0. Kylie, Stra- Kylie Stend going for 2-1. Osgerm 2-1 as well. Mike Doughty going for 3-1. Uh, 
Um, see, line I going for two one after extra time. Bear in the garden is going for two nil. David is going two nil. Villa. Paul Miller says two nil as well. Michael Car- McCarthy Smith is saying four nil with Potch. Potch sacked. Uh, I know you said Potch smacked there for whatever reason. Uh, Peter M says two nil to Villa. Wall says two nil. Bruce is going for two nil to Chelsea. Uh, two nil Villa says Patrick McGovern. Um, Rob Henry saying 2-2 Villa to win on penalties Dickie's going for a 1-0 McGinn winner Barry Hughes is going for the Petty Special 5-0 Kylie Stein uh, again as I said uh, 2-1 um, another clo- another clean sheet 2-0 Potch at the job centre says Andrew Munro Rob Finnegan going for 2-0 Mark Wood 3-1 Hot Tex Hyla is going for 1-1 uh, Nicole going for 2-2 Melty Shirt says 2-0 Joe Joe Baran says a sneaky 1-0 win Dara is going for 1-1 after extra time. Villa and penalties and a pile of cards and an ill-tempered, ill-tempered cracker. We could do without ill-tempered, but I don't mind the pile of cards. Uh, I'm okay with that one. David Dwyer says 2-2 with Emmy to psych him out on penalties. Dennis White, good to meet you at the weekend. Dennis says 1-0 uh, with Watkins winner. Um, 3-1 says the McBees and Michael Smith says 2-0. The Dubliners is going with 3-0. Thomas says 3-1 Villa. Uh, 4-0 says Captain Nugget 4-0 says Daniel Hughes 1-0 says Paul S and 1-0 says score 1 billion sorry I thought I said 1-0 1 billion to nothing says Andy Badger Um, Textrat says 3-1 to Villa Uh, 2-0 says John Uh, 3-2 says Kat Cannon with Zanny Olot score the winner not beyond the realms of possibility Rich Burton says 3-1 only only 1 billion says uh, Philly D 2-0 to Villa says Adrian 8-1 says JF Michael Gillespie going with 6-0 and uh, oh, Philly D says 0-0 no shots on target no corners Villa win on penalties uh, one penalty to nil there you go Put, there's one to go down to the bookies with if you're if you're of that way if you're that way inclined uh, because I'd oh, say you get you. lots and lots of odds <laughs> in that one um, Damien L saying 2-1 do it for content Daniel Donnelly says 2-2 and Canuck Villain with the very last one says 4 Nil. Oh, Biff is in. Biff says 2-1 to Villa as well. So, yeah, as I say, I'm going with 2-1 and Paddy's going with 2-1, but I think it's going to be a good uh, performance um, at home, under lights, more or less sold out now. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's all, all set up for a good game tonight and hopefully we get that. It's on ITV1 in the UK and Ireland. Um, I think somebody was looking. Was there somebody earlier on looking from Poland? I think uh, English Richard Parks is... Saying he's in Poland, where can I watch it? I don't know, but ITV One, <laughs> if you can get your hands on ITV One over there, Richard, uh, that's Premier, where you can watch Premier it. Sports One as well. Premier Sports One here in Ireland, also as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I said, uh, yeah, we'll be back for a post-match podcast afterwards. Hoping this this is going to be an absolute cracker of a game. Thanks so much to everybody for joining us. Uh, go away, get your drinks, get your food, whatever you want to get beforehand, walk the dog or whatever, before the 8 o'clock kickoff, and we'll see you back here right on the final whistle. In the meantime, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.